Welcome to a new year, a new day, and a new beginning for each and every one of us. I'm Ed Waters, the host. This is our live show edition, and join us on all of our shows over at deadamerica.website. I would like to just start the day off by thanking each and every veteran that served and honored our country, the United States of America. It's a wonderful country, and nobody should ever be embarrassed about their opinion when it comes to America. So the idea behind our show here is just to generally talk about America, its values, and anything pertaining to it. That means foreign policy, political news. That means just any uplifting news, several things are on our plate for this year. And this is the beginning, episode one of our new live show. And we do thank you for joining us. And please spread the show, get involved. Each weekday morning, we will be right here talking, generally about 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So today's focus, we are going to be talking about the attack on the general values of America and its liberties. I tell you, I have been watching for several years now this attack being formed on American principles, American values, and liberties. 
and quite frankly, it disgusts me. I tell you, we need to start talking, we need to stop fighting, and we need people to start getting along. There has recently been some attacks on religious value. I'm sorry, folks. This great nation, the United States, was formed on religious values, constitutional principles, and it's only up to us to keep it a republic, not a democracy. There's a big difference, and we should all learn what the difference is. We will get into that later on episodes down the line. But today, it's very interesting how much attack is going on just with the religious freedoms in America. I don't care what type of religious person you are. If you're a Muslim, you practice Muslim faith. If you're a Christian, you practice Christianity. If you are Jewish, well, you practice Judaism. So what is wrong with everybody being able to practice the religion of their choice? The First Amendment is being attacked hard in America. Okay, December 30th, 2019, there was another shooting. I'll tell you, these shootings are getting out of hand, and it's not the gun that's the problem. It is the society that is the problem, and we really need to start talking rationally about what is going on. During this recent church shooting at West Freeway Church of Christ, one of the parishioners stepped up and took out that evil doer, the one that brought a gun into a church to do harm to others. I don't care who or what you are, that is wrong. No matter what kind of religious freedom you think you have, that is pure, straight-up evil. And it is not acceptable. So, we've been having a lot of different church attacks. Attacks on our religious principles. Also, we've had a lot of attacks on just our right of being American. The freedom to do as we choose. And I'll tell you, have you heard about the Rampart scandal? If not, go over to Wikipedia and look it up, because we are going to be covering that a little bit today. However, before we do get into that, I want to go over to what President Trump had to say with his recent remarks. So let's start off by listening to President Trump. set for additional growth and jobs and everything else. It'll be great. Kevin? How do you want the American people to know, Mr. President, about how you handled the situation in Iraq and in relation to Iran? 
Well, I think it's been handled very well. The Marines came in. We had some uh, great warriors come in and do a fantastic job. And they were there instantaneously as soon as we heard. Uh, I use the word immediately. They came immediately. And uh, it's in great shape, as you know. This will not be a Benghazi. Benghazi should never have happened. This will never, ever be a Benghazi. But we have some of our greatest warriors there. They got in there very quickly. As soon as we saw there was a potential for problem, they got in. And there was no problem whatsoever. I also want to thank the Iraqi government. They really stepped up. I spoke to the prime minister today. I thanked him. Uh, but they stepped up very nicely. I don't think that would be a good idea for Iran. It wouldn't last very long. Do I want to? No. I want to have peace. I like peace. And Iran should want peace more than anybody. So I don't see that happening. No, I don't think Iran would want that to happen. It would go very quickly. But we'll see. Uh, I have a very good relationship with Kim Jong-un. Uh, I know he's... Uh, sending out certain messages about Christmas presents. And I hope his Christmas present is a beautiful vase. That's what I'd like, a vase, as opposed to something else. I don't know. I, look, he likes me. I like him. We get along. He's representing his country. I'm representing my country. We have to do what we have to do. But he did sign a contract. He did sign an agreement talking about denuclearization. And that was signed... Number one sentence, denuclearization, that was done in Singapore. And I think he's a man of his word, so we're going to find out. But I think he's a man of his word. I know it's a night of celebration, Mr. President, but are you spoiling for a political fight in January with the impeachment? Well, the impeachment thing is a hoax. It's a big, fat hoax. We had, I guess, 196 to nothing with the Republicans. We had three Democrats come over. One actually joined our party, as you know, which is, I think, a record that's been done before in terms of somebody coming in like that on a vote like that but he joined our party from new jersey he's going to be fantastic and uh, no i think i look forward to it i think we'll see we have absolutely we did nothing wrong all you have to do is read the transcripts if you read the transcripts or you could also do something else you could go see or speak to the president of ukraine and the president of Ukraine said loudly and boldly, and I appreciate his statement, he said it many times, there was no pressure. The foreign minister of Ukraine said there was absolutely no pressure. And that's the whole case right there. There was no pressure whatsoever. I do say two things. We have to check corruption, and we also have to find out why is it that the United States is always giving foreign countries money, and Germany and France and all of Europe they're not doing much. In fact, they're not doing anything relative to this. Why is it always the United States? I've been asking you those questions and making those statements for a long time. Everybody's standing here. Nobody ever mentions that. That was part of it. In fact, that's in the transcript also. I talk about a very good woman, to be honest with you, Chancellor Merkel. But I said, where is Chancellor Merkel? Where is President Macron of France? Why aren't they putting up money. Why is it always the United States? Nobody ever covers that, but that's a big factor. So I think that's going to go very quick. I think it's going to go very easy. We have tremendous, and you know, I have to say this, we have tremendous Republican support. What the Democrats did in the House was a disgrace. 
what they did, how unfair it was. We didn't get lawyers. We didn't have witnesses. We didn't do anything. And still, we got 100% of the Republican votes. And it was bipartisan because we got three Democrats. So I think the impeachment thing, I call it impeachment light. It's, it's a disgrace. And Nancy Pelosi should be ashamed of herself. She's a highly overrated person. I know her well. She's highly overrated. Yeah, the vaping is coming out. We're just going to be announcing it very shortly. Uh, some people already know about what we're doing. We have to protect our families. At the same time, it's a big industry. We want to protect the industry. And as you know, we'll be taking, taking it off the flavors for a period of time, certain flavors. Uh, we're going to protect our families. We're going to protect our children. And we're going to protect the industry. Hopefully, if everything's safe, they're going to be going very quickly back onto the market. So the flavors will come off. They're going to be checked. We want to make it. People have died from this. They've died from vaping. We think we understand why. But we're doing a very exhaustive examination. And hopefully, everything will be back on the market very, very shortly. Look, vaping can be good from the standpoint you look at the e-cigarettes, you stop smoking. If you can stop smoking, that's a big advantage. So we think we're going to get it back onto the market very, very quickly. But we have to protect the children. We have to protect the families. At the same time, we have a very big industry. It's become a very big industry. We're going to take Pay attention. I don't really care. Very big industry. It's become a very big industry. We're going to take care of the industry. We're going to take care of the industry. I don't really care. It doesn't matter. As far as I'm concerned, I'd be very happy with the trial because we did nothing wrong. We didn't even have a witness that we won 196 to nothing. Okay, we didn't have a witness. That was all the Democrats' witness. Look, Adam Schiff is a corrupt politician. He's corrupt. He got up, he made a speech, said something I never said. And when I released the transcript, which is absolutely a perfect, totally appropriate conversation with a very good man, a very good president, I hear he's doing a great job. But a big reason he got elected was corruption, this tremendous corruption. But the other thing, and again I ask, why aren't other countries, Germany, France, and others, why aren't they putting up money like we put up? And I've asked that question for a long time, not only about Ukraine, about a lot of other places. I was able to get recently at NATO, and you have to speak to Secretary General Stoltenberg, $530 billion additionally over a very short period of time, $130 billion immediately. He has never seen anything like that. That's NATO. This is something different. Those countries should be putting up money. They should also be giving to Ukraine. All right, one more question. On trade, uh, we're very excited about trade. Uh, the China deal will be signed probably on January 15th. We put out a notice today. And I'll be going at some point to Beijing to be with President Xi. We have a great relationship. And we'll be doing something reciprocal. But I think more importantly, we'll be starting negotiations very soon on phase two. And I think phase two can be complete. A lot of people said, well, you're going to have phase two or phase two, phase three. I think we'll have phase two. I think that should complete it. But we'll be starting those negotiations very soon. I want to thank everybody. I want you to have a great year. Look, you're honorable people. You have to stay honorable. 
If you're honorable, I'm going to win the election by a lot. If you're not honorable, I'm just going to win the election by a little. So I'd rather have you be honorable, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. So that was a few remarks by President Donald Trump. As you can see, he did mention that he's going to protect industry. You know, I'm a little with that and against it. You know, the first job of any government, excuse me, any government official would be to protect the people of the United States and the union. It's not going so well, and we need to start working on that just a little bit more. I'll tell you, there's some issues that we've been noticing with the Patriots. The Patriot movement, it can get pretty sketchy. And we need to really be careful about what we're doing and who we are following. So there's this issue with uh, Republican Representative Shea from Washington. There was an incident here in Oregon, my home state, with the Malheur Wildlife Refuge standoff. There was people that actually lost their life on this thing, particularly named Lavoy Finnicum. Now, Mr. Finnicum was a God-fearing man, and we have to remember that. I want you to understand Representative Shea appears to me to be a God-fearing man. For many, many years, there's been an attack on the religious liberties here in America. I can go clear back to Ruby Ridge and probably a lot further than that. But starting when they shot Vicki Weaver in the head, you know, accident or not, that trigger should never have been pulled by that federal official. I'm telling you, just because of religious beliefs, people are getting attacked. And it is evident, if you're paying attention at all, it's pretty evident that religious freedoms and all of your amendment, your Ten Amendments, the Bill of Rights, they are under attack. We are a constitutional form of government, and we are a republic. We need to understand that the majority does not rule. This pathetic play by Pelosi and her ragtag team really needs to be understood. We need the people to be in power, not a person. And these games that are being played, they're costing the American taxpayer a lot of money. Now, back to the point of Republican Representative Shea. I'm telling you, what is it when a person is put in office by the people, for the people, how is it their ethics committee can just yank them from Congress. We need to really look at that. That is our voice up there, especially in the House of Representatives. What is going on in our government? 
I ran across a few videos here on YouTube, <clears throat> excuse me, and we are going to talk about the first one, Attack on the American Sovereignty. This was put out by North Idaho Exposed, and it's about 20 minutes, 21 minutes long, but I really want to listen to this because it's important what he says here. And then we'll go on, we'll talk a little bit about what we just listened to, and then we'll go on to the next set of videos. All right, let's get into this North Idaho Exposed on YouTube. Good morning, everybody. Uh, a friend of mine sent me this uh, e this letter here, and uh, I will read it to you in just a second. Uh, this is an update on the continuing Matt Shea. Uh, there was a uh, a group called the Rampart Group, and they conducted a investigation uh, into Matt Shea and his associates. And uh, so I'll just sort of read this letter. Uh, some of you may know what's been going on. But, uh, you know, we have the Liberty State Movement that has been forming up the last couple of years in Washington to make Western Washington, uh, you know, separated from Eastern Washington, create a new state called Liberty State. And Matt Shea was a, a you know, he was really behind a lot of, of, of forming this. Uh, he, there's two bills currently in Olympia uh, to create the state of liberty. And so that's one of the many reasons why. Uh, the Marxists, the radicals that have been going after him, um, and uh, at the same time trying to uh, marry together white nationalism with Christianity and uh, basically kill two birds with one stone. Um, so it's very, a very evil uh, thing going on here. So I'm going to read this letter here from a Melissa D. Laughter of Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, she just released this letter on December 9th. Um, and so I just wanted to read this to you because it's very interesting. Uh, December 9th, Washington State Legislature, Olympia, Washington, regarding Representative Matt Shea for the attention of Washington House of Representative Executive Rules Committee. Uh, and these are the people that she listed here are Lovick, Sullivan, Pettigrew, Wilcox, Kretz. And the letter starts out here, Dear Sirs and Madam, my name is Melissa D. Laughter, pronounced Loiter, and I am writing uh, you regarding Matt Shea and the recent investigation and report conducted and produced by the Rampart Group, December 2019. I first met Rep uh, Mr. Shea in June of 2016. This was after the arm takeover of the Malheur National Wildlife Refuge. Let me provide a, a brief background. I was running for Nevada Assembly District 4 in 2014 when the Clive and Bundy Bunkerville insurrection kicked off. I was running against one-term incumbent, Michelle Fiore. I was at the April 14, 2016 melee when the cattle were released. I met the Bundys and originally had empathy for their plight. That was before I found out that virtually everything the Bundys say is a far-fetched lie <clears throat> based on ignorance and deception. I maintained a friendship with them through 2016 and the takeover of the federal facility. Uh, Ammon Bundy requested that I come to the refuge and help them look at legal documents. I have a paralegal degree since 2004 
and am pre-law. I arrived at the refuge a couple days after the Bundys, and their adherents took it over. I stayed with them until January 25th, 2016. I left after having a conflict with Ammon Bundy, Lavoy Finicum, and Anthony Bosworth. I had started to see that they were there was a lot more under the surface that they were hiding and that this was actually a well-thought-out sedition plan to take, uh, to take over a lawfully elected government. Many questions were raised in my mind when I started uh, seeing a specific group of people showing up, namely the ones that I knew to be members of COWS, the Co- Coalition of Western States. Something sinister was afoot. I returned to Oregon in June of 2016 for a Father's Day memorial for Finicum. I was still gathering my own information on this Patriot group and had completely broke ties with the Bundys at this point. During this holiday, Dwayne Schrock approached me and I began to share my concerns with him that cows had plotted to t- uh, plotted and planned to take uh, the entire takeover of the bird refuge. <clears throat> I also attended a meeting with, as I was leaving Burns, Oregon, which at the time I did not realize was part of the grand plan uh, of the marble cult to create their creepy compound of the American readout. After I returned home to Las Vegas from the Father's Day event, Schrock called me and asked me if I wanted to attend a secret invite-only meeting in Marble, Washington, being put on by cows. I quickly agreed. Schrock and I arrived at the Marble Compound on June 24, 2016. Anthony Bosworth was standing watch with an AR-15 at the gate to the God and Country Marble Compound. I knew when we drove through uh, that he had recognized me. Schrock and I made it to the church, uh, into the church, and we were holding the private meeting. We sat down near the rear as Shay was giving a PowerPoint presentation at the front of the room. We were in the meeting approximately 10 minutes before the pseudo-militia asked us to leave. They were packing long guns and pistols. We complied. <clears throat> While we were in the meeting, I heard Matt Shea say the following. One, they had organized a network of constitutionalists, constitutionalists, and powerful positions, uh, which uh, he named the following judges, sheriffs, 10th Amendment Center, key government positions, legislatures, legislators, and representatives. Two, they had formed a plan for instituting their ideologies for the American readout, state of liberty, etc., he called it, the resistance. And this was in the language of their email invite. Three, he also in, uh, introduced their star, of the Malheur takeover, Michelle Fiore. At this point, Fiore pranced in to applause, saw me and motioned for the armed security goons to escort us out. A verbal altercation then ensued between me, Michelle Fiore, Shelley Shelton, Anthony Bosworth, and a few unknowns that were providing uh, intimidation backup for Fiore. We left. I spent my time in marble gathering as much intel as possible. I requested a personal personal meeting with Matt Shea for the next day, which the birds arranged. Shea met Schrock and, and me at a local restaurant bar. We met for approximately 45 minutes. He brought Barry Bird and a couple of armed goons with him. Sadly for Mr. Shea, I don't intimidate easily, so I proceeded to ask him uh, pointed questions about his role in the takeover as well as that of the people that I knew to be under his direction. In that 45 minutes, he asked me uh, no less than nine times to retract the negative posts I made about cows on Facebook. 
what ensued uh, after I refused was an orchestrated effort to defame me, intimidate me, and threaten me. This was done directly, uh, verbally and phys- physically, as well as via social media. I have saved a great deal of evidence to back up all claims that I have made. I did make all of it available to the Rampart group. I also con- uh, connected them to people who wish to remain anonymous, who contacted me over the last three years, who wanted to get their stories out, but they too have been targeted and threatened by this cult. This group is uh, the antithesis to patriotic. They operate outside the law. Many have criminal backgrounds and they teach us that the only way to change America is via violence, physical confrontation and secret spy garbage. This group has a very elevated opinion of themselves and their methods. They have watched far too many Hollywood movies and they don't know history worth uh, bupkis. They advocate for a revolution, but what they will really start is a civil war, brother against brother, neighbor against neighbor. At the core of this group, namely the birds and their protege, Matt Shea, are a dangerous and infective cult. A former member of the Marble community has uh, recently come forward and is blogging her experiences at Marble under the control of the birds. She writes about cells and answering to groups that have far greater uh, ecclesiastical knowledge and authority, all of the tenets of a sick controlling cult. Her most recent blog recounts her experiences or her experience with a then her then husband engaging in bestiality with horses. He was training. I want to stop just for a moment right there. And I want you to remember there's been many, many times where our government has proclaimed cults and then it has ended not good for the participants. We never should like Waco, Texas. What happened at Mount Carmel and David Crash is kind of sickening. That should never have happened. In lieu of what happened, we have to really think about why it happened and understand that at any given time, the authorities could have went to the mailbox and picked up David Crash without all of the hype, all of the death, the loss of life, and the children that were lost because of what attitudes? I, I'm not sure, but that's another story. We will be talking more about the Waco, Texas, the Ruby Ridge on upcoming shows. So make sure you do come over, check us out each weekday morning about 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Let's get back into this video. You don't find a sheriff's report about the support behavior, though, because the birds cover, are covering it up. Unfortunately, it, it appears the violations of this animal occurred in th- 2006 when the abuse became a felony in Washington. So how do we, uh, as a society, expose, condemn, and punish behavior uh, this evil? Complete exposure is the answer when the law cannot prosecute behaviors that normal people uh, know to be inherently wrong and dangerous to society, 
but no legislation or case law exists to punish it. Exposures, exposure merits its own justice. Many cultures have used public shaming and shunning very effectively to curb abhorrent behaviors until the law catches up with those uh, with what these marble cult members have done. This may be the best recourse we have. This group is extremely dangerous to their community, the legislative process and the judicial system. I was present in Oregon and Las Vegas during the trials of the Bundy's uh, of the Bundy tears. I am in, uh, I am an eyewitness to the tactics and intimidation methods of the groupies of their groupies. This cult, like any conspiracy, had its different levels of goons, the armed militia, the politicians, keyboard commandos, and their secret groupies all played a part in subverting the rule of law. I only began to see their tactics in Oregon, so I will speak more to their efforts and results in Las Vegas, Nevada. I attended almost every of the Cliven, Ammon, and Ryan Bundy et al. trial. Uh, the cult had their groupies on the streets brandishing banners and signs with false information. They slandered and, and libeled the judge, prosecutors, and the judicial system. Matt Shea had his own personal propaganda rag there, posing as news in the form of Sherry Duvalli and readout news. Miss readout herself. For being an alleged uh, for being an alleged former intelligence officer in the U.S. Army, Shea isn't very bright in naming the propagandist rag readout. This is a, mil- a military term that means a readout, historical readout, is a fort or a fort system, usually con- uh, consisting of an enclosed defensive uh, emplacement outside a larger fort, usually relying on earthworks, although some are constructed of stone or brick. Duvalli was at the trial almost every day, and she would post false information about the trial on Facebook and YouTube, which did serve to inflame the unsuspecting public. At one point during the Vior Dyer, I personally caught her trying to influence a juror during a lunch break. I promptly alerted the court to the exchange, and the juror was dismissed. These people did everything in their power to tank the case and did post many lies to bias the public against the judicial system. They also used false and baffling sovereign citizen tripe to further confuse the public about the case. Ryan Bundy used sovereign citizen nuttery throughout the trial to be uh, to the continued admonishment of Judge Navarro. The groupies also took photos of the courtroom, federally prohibited, as well as photos of the prosecution team as they passed from their offices to the federal court next door. These types of intimidation factors that inflame an unknowing public and served to incite public insurrection. The birds, Shea, Bundy's, Fiore, all of them find one positive thing to say about our judicial system or our government, uh, or they cannot find one positive thing to say about our judicial system or government. While at while we may not be perfect, we are the best system in the world, as as few other countries have a presumed a presumption of innocence before guilt is found. Most countries. Uh, one must prove their innocence, a much more difficult standard. This is this is only a brief accounting of the mayhem and lies that originate from Matt Shea and his group. I have many more examples, but you'll have the general idea of what this group is about and a record of some of their machinations. These people are inciting and planning for a war. Do not make the mistake of thinking they are not armed to this end. As a Christian conservative, conservative Republican, right wing, if you will, 
I renounce and condemn act, the actions of these people. While many have stayed silent, I have put my life and reputation on the line for almost four years. Speaking out against these people, I will never stay silent until they are publicly exposed uh, for the, their dark mass machinations. They can threaten my life every day, and it will make no difference to me. To this end, I am formally requesting the following. Please make the entirety of the Rampart report available to the, to the public. Uh, to try to redact or sanitize any of the information is to do a disservice to the public, which you represent. While this group has criminally engaged in, in sedition under the Smith Act, until unless until an indictment is brought, let the public see the full scope of the evil of this cult and the very smarmy depths they will go through to obtain their goals. A man lost his life because the aims of this group. No evil is too low for them. Uh, those that are in hiding from this group may still have their identities protected, but the behaviors of the cult must be on display for the community to inspect and condemn if they see fit. Only by having the backing of, the, of their community can some of these people reveal their identities and share their own stories. It is no easy task to break free from a brainwashing cult, and these victims deserve their justice and our support when one person dares make a stand in the face of adversity. It emboldens others. As one of the many people that Shay and his minions have physically threatened, I expect, dis I expect full disclosure of the information. I and others have given, uh, I, I and others have given. Furthermore, I am making a, a, uh, the following legal argument for this full report to be available. According to the Washington State Constitution, the highest state law, I hereby cite the following legal arguments for making the full record public. Washington State Constitution, Article 1, Declaration of Lights, Rights, Section 1, Political Power, All political power is inherent in the people, and governments derive their just powers from the consent of the governed, and are established to protect and maintain individual rights. To wit, government officials are only representative of the people and are not to be censoring nannies. Since politicians, political and repre representation are the only are only at the whim uh, and consent of the people, let the people digest the information and form their own conclusions. The actions of Matt Shea and his cult are not protected state secrets. Section three, personal rights. No person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. The victims of Shea have been deprived of life, liberty, and must and now must go through their days watching over the sh their shoulders to see if Matt Shea or any of his goons are going to make good on their threats. These victims have had no day in court and have had uh, no legal opportunity to confront their aggressors. While this is, while this right is usually viewed from the adverse angle, there is no law stating it is only a one-way right. Due process is as much for the victim as it is for the accused. Sometimes working justice backwards is the only way we get to the truth of the matter. Investigators reconstruct crimes from the end results backwards every day. Section four, right of petition and assemblage. The right of the petition, the right of petition and of the people to peaceably assemble for the common good shall never be abridged. We live in the 21st century of technology and assembling has many new opportunities. The law and legislators are currently grappling with new public square of social media. Since Shane and his followers have used social media to threaten, spread disinformation, and intimidate, let any of uh, let any and all records be on display for the public square of the internet. 
let any let all who have been affected by this group see the full scope of their words and actions as this group is fond of saying sunlight is the best disinfected. <clears throat> We're almost done. Uh, I, as a victim of the threats, some while I was at the state of in the state of Washington, do petition uh, the elected to reveal the facts of the evidence gathered on another elected public official, Matt Shea. His actions and words as a public official are for public scrutiny. There should be no secrecy about what this man does in his official role as a politician. Section five, freedom of speech. Every person may freely speak, write, and publish on all subjects being responsible for the abuse of that right. Matt Shea exercised his free speech. Now let him be responsible for the abuse of that right. Uh, that uh, can only be accomplished if we have endured this thug, his thug tactics, can see the full scope of what this man is capable of. If he didn't want to come uh, under scrutiny, then he should have been more cautious in his associations and his communications. Let him reap what he has sown. Section 10, Administration of Justice. Justice in all cases shall be administered openly and without unnecessary delay. Since Shea's actions, words, and calls to action warranted enough concern to spend approximately $124,000 and months and months of of investigation, it is now time to administer some justice. As stated earlier, while the law may not quite catch up with uh, someone who as crafty and devious as Shea, the uh, report should be shared openly with the people, uh, the people Washington paid for and without delay. It is reasonable to contact any victim who gave a statement regarding Shea to see whether or not they would like their name disclosed, then release the full report post haste. I appeal to all of your consciences. If, if, if you were to trade places with any of us who have been terrorized by Shea and his groupies, would you want his deeds to be kept secret or would you want them to be broadcast from the rooftops that your friends, neighbors, and loved ones would know uh, to be wary of con- conniving, controlling groups seeking power through suburban subversion? If you have an injustice penetrated against you, do you not warn others uh, that they have they may avoid such circumstances and learn from your experiences? Who among us uh, who sees a bridge out up ahead doesn't warn others that they may avoid danger. The government says, if you see something, say something. Well, we have seen, we have said, and now it lies upon your consciences and within your power to do something. The integrity of the law representatives and processes of the courts relies on, uh, relies upon the trust of the public. The Shea group has violated all the above. It is integral to a civilized society to right a wrong. If you shield any portion of Shea's words or activities, you are further the evil doings and violate the people's trust. Do the right thing. And so that's her letter. And I just wanted to. So that was North Idaho exposed on his reading of that letter now there is obviously an attack on religious liberties just our constitutional freedoms and we need to wake up the next video that we are going to listen into is actually 
a video where they discuss with Representative Shea and they discuss this Rampart report. We'll listen into that. But before we do that, every morning we will be here at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and we will have various topics we are discussing here on the show. At the end of the show, we'll open up for viewer and listener comments and hopefully we can start talking, have rational debates, discussions without bringing all the negativity of the world into the discussion. So what we need to really do is start getting along and talking. It's not hard. It's pretty easy once you start doing it. Everybody disagrees with somebody. There's never going to be a hundred percent of any acceptance of anyone's idea. We have to learn to get along. You know, during the time of our founders of America, that constitutional convention, there was a lot of talking going on. There was a lot of give and take. But, you know, you've got to be able to put aside some of your little pettiness in order to gain greatness. And that's what it's about. Our system developed a wonderful set of rules and slowly, incrementally, they've been chipping away at this constitution, changing it, making it work for them. And we need to realize we the people, no matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat, left, right, conservative, liberal, we're all American. And that's the main point in this whole topic here. And we need to realize this country was formed on religious rights. We have the right to observe our religious freedoms the way we want. And a lot of people don't get that. They want to push and shove and make big government the way. Well, I'm sorry. It is supposed to be limited government and powered by the people. And we need to start educating people. We need to start waking people up. And most of all, we need to get people showing a little more independence. That's the key. Independent thought. Independent action. Independent American. And that is what we all need to do. Get away from the partisanship. George Washington, in his farewell address, warned the American public about partisanship, party politics. It's not good. It's each and every one of us has to stand up, step up to the plate, and put your spoonful in. It's really important. Because, you know, the rate of 50% of the American people does not even participate in elections. I find that just, oh my heavens, what is going on? 
this is important. If they can make you feel worthless or like you should not come to the polls, well, you've already lost. You do not let anybody upset your right to vote. You, on your deathbed, do what it takes to get your vote into that box and get it counted. Each and every one of us Americans that are eligible to vote must and should get to the ballot box. We can do this as a union. We don't need civil divisions. This nation is so polarized, it is getting sickening. It's time to wake up, smell the roses. We are a great nation. We've done great things around the world. Yes, we have our differences, but we should take more care and more time in resolving them in the halls of our legislative branch. We need to really wake up people and understand we have rules. We're a republic. We are a rule of law. Majority does not rule. It is not the way of America. So, back to this religious attack. The attack on the religious freedoms in America is getting pretty bad. I want to listen to another video from North Idaho Exposed where they sit down and they talk to Representative Shea. He's the Republican representative that just got kicked out of the House of Representatives. Can you believe that, people? They're kicking people out of the House of Representatives that we, the people, voted in. That's not right, no matter how much I disagree with anything that individual says. These actions, these groups, they're being fueled by the actions of our government. We had better slow down, wake up, and hey, let's not lock and load so quick, people. We are still a civil union. And let's make sure it stays that way. It's precious. It's vital to keep the union whole. We don't need to attack each other if we don't agree with each other. We should be talking to one another. So this is what we're going to do right now. We're going to go ahead and listen to this video. And after this video, I will be opening up the lines. If you want to call in, you can come over to castbox.fm and we will be on each weekday morning, roughly about 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we will have different topics that we are discussing. So let's get into this next video. <laughs> uh, okay, right. we're live, brothers. Okay, so we will go in. You got your finger on that button? All right. And we will go in five, four, three, two, one.
Hello, Christian patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. Joining me once again, we've got Matthew and Gabriel. So we've got uh, two two of the state side, one on the church side, for our second part of our, our interview with State Representative Matt Shea. I was I was uh, asking you guys what your what your names meant uh-huh. biblically, and uh, so I, I was I made notes of this. And so Matthew means it's literally translated to gift of God. Mm-hmm. Gabriel means God is my strength. Mm-hmm. And Caleb means loyal. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's pretty, that's pretty interesting. Those are actually. spot on. Yeah. Right. They're, they're, they're very good. I think, uh, I think our parents were maybe led in, in choosing. Would you not names. say Matt is a gift to this redoubt area? I would say so. I, I would say, honestly, uh, I'm going to make him turn red. You want to see an Irishman turn red? Oh, no. <laughs> it's not that hard. Just put him out in the sun for 15 minutes. <laughs> exactly. And you, my but friend, no, are I, loyal. I would say he's a gift to this nation, honestly. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, look at Gabe's name, okay? That's the perfect name for a ninja warrior. For a ninja warrior, Yeah, right? I was exactly. going to say, just, boom, just my like name that. fits because I cannot do anything in my own strength, to be real. Like, all all of it comes from God. Dude, especially that's not, that wall. Bro, the wall. I'm that's, serious. That's true. You got to see the video. Have you ever seen the video? Yeah, I've seen the video. Of course I've seen the video. Okay. He almost didn't make. I it almost that make, took my third try. Yeah, but hey, you were on it. No, none of us can claim that. <laughs> well, speaking of speaking of Ninja Warrior, Matt, you have been evading the leftist propaganda. Over one hundred and twenty thousand dollars were spent on uh, trying to find out how evil of a person you are. Pause right there, though, because I want the audience to know. You know, Tax our payers. Washington State audience. That's one hundred twenty thousand dollars of your money. So is that a thousand dollars? No, paper? no. I, I think the I think from what I've been told is the report is one hundred and twenty pages. So it's a dollar a page. Wow. No, no, not a dollar. A thousand dollars. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. yeah sorry. It's a thousand dollars. Yeah. So one hundred a page. Yeah, it's insane. Hundred and great use of our tax dollars. dollars. That's incredible. Yeah, my math was way off. Wow. <laughs> but you know, I uh, I actually looked something up. I, I went onto the spokesman, and I typed in Matt Shea mm-hmm. for results. <laughs> okay. Check this out. <laughs> 1,673 results for Matt Shea in the oh, spokesman. Wow. Okay. Wow. So for a comparison, I typed in Bob McCaslin, his seatmate. Right. Okay. 828. What? Okay. So half. Yes. Right. Exactly. Now, the, the, the interesting thing, I, 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 I want to ask the spokesman this. What are you going to do if Matt ever retires? Yeah, you're not going to have anything to talk you're not about. Have anything. How are you going to sell papers? They're going to go out of business. Same with the Inlander. My goodness. They might. Yeah, honestly, they might go out of business if, if you leave, you know. <laughs> you're going to blame unemployment. <laughs> but here's the thing. I, this is, I actually take a great amount of heart that they do that kind of stuff. And here's why. If, if you're not taking flack, you're not over the target. If you are not receiving any opposition, you're not effective and you're not you're not making things happen. The only reason they do this is because you're effective. And it's not about me. And and I'm going to candidly say it's not about president Trump. It's about everybody that voted for me, everybody that voted for president Trump and all the ideas and ideals that, that we fight for. That's what they really are going after. They're trying to destroy that and demoralize the element of this country that still believes the Constitution means what it says and the Bible means what it says. You, you actually led me into exactly what I was going to talk about. And, and there's two things there in, in your statement. Um, number one, uh, and I've seen this in regards to Trump, and I really feel this way about you as well, is they're not after you. 
And you right. just said that they're after everybody. They're after Matt. Matt is just the nail that's standing up. And so they're trying to hammer him down yeah. when they, if they get rid of Matt, who are they going to come after next? You and I. Yeah. And I mean, I don't mean you and I, Gabe. I mean, to our audience. Yeah. Okay. He's just standing in the way. He believes in interposition, right? He believes in that doctrine of the lesser majesty. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that about. up. That's a, that's a key word, interposition. Absolutely. Well, I think there's something important about this, too. Twelve years they've been doing this. $120,000 they've been doing this to overrule somebody representing the values, tradition, culture, and heritage of the people of Spokane Valley and in a little bit north and south of that. This, this is an important thing to understand. Again, they don't care what the people think. They don't care about, you know, retaining those values, tradition, culture, and heritage that make America great. In fact, they want to destroy it. So that's why they're coming after this. this that, and, and make no mistake about it. There is absolutely no coincidence that they are releasing this po- report on Friday while the impeachment hearings are going on in Washington, D.C. There is yeah, no mistake. absolutely right. And that, and that was actually my second point. The comparisons between you and President Trump are starting to really get a little bit spooky, honestly. Yeah. Like what you're going through and what they're doing to President Trump. I mean, look at this. There's nothing there. And in both of these reports, there is absolutely nothing there. You've done nothing wrong. President Trump has done nothing wrong. And yet the left is projecting because they really want to take out two men that have been proven to be effective. Right. And, you know, they've accused Trump of of collusion and all these things. They had secret evidence. They had secret witnesses, no ability to confront his accused. The same thing's happening right now in Washington state in regards to me. And there's one more important point, again, just to prove that this is not about me or Trump. This is about the people. Sections two and three of the scope of work in this investigation in Washington state specifically ask a third party. So a former FBI uh, agent to investigate, not me, not a member of the house, but to investigate other people in Washington state and then assign them a threat level. Well, and I suspect that Gabe and I are probably on that list. Well, you are now because of the, yeah, yeah. Because of the show, right? <laughs> so, but, but the, here's, here's the, here's the fact of the matter. I want you to think about that. Why would they want to have a threat list of people? Why would they want to spend $120,000 of taxpayer money and have a threat list of people? Why would they even broach that subject? Why would they set up red flag laws, which are now being used against people that are labeled hateful, even though they haven't committed any crime, and then have a threat list? Now you start putting the pieces together. Absolutely. And here's the thing. If, if you – and I'm speaking to the government. If the government is in violation of the Constitution, then we are indeed a threat to you. And not physically a threat. We are a threat for you to lose your power because we're going to stand up to you. And we're going to come together as a people group who are obsessed with the principles of liberty. And we're going to replace you with people who would defend the Constitution as Article 6 states. Look at the, the level that these people go to. They, they try to surreptitiously record conversations. They try to um, surreptitiously spy on the president. And, and oh, by the way, spy on me too. They, they've now admitted that that's the case. What this is, and I'm going to be very clear about this, and I want to expand a little bit on it. This is a coup. This is an attempt to overthrow duly elected leaders who are standing up for the Constitution and who are standing up for the Bible, candidly. 
one of the things that I think people need to understand is this is not just hyperbole or just speculation. The Atlantic, a foremost publication in this country, did an entire magazine on the coming civil war in the United States. The Financial Times published an opinion piece that specifically advocated, if you can believe this, advocated for U.N. intervention next year in the United States of America and a rewriting of the Constitution by what they call the Loya Yurga, which is effectively like an Afghani tribal council, so not our elected representatives. What they are advocating in this country when they do that with the Financial Times is sedition. They are advocating the overthrow of the Constitution in our way of life in our republic. Now, they use the word democracy, which shows that they don't even understand what form of government we have. But that ultimately is what this is all about, and it's all the people that are standing in their way that they're trying to go after. Absolutely, and the spokesman just did an article um, just today or the other day, I, I don't recall which, uh, where they actually said that you will not be beaten in the election process that they, they went through, they looked at your numbers, how often you've beat uh, the different candidates that have been thrown at you and you win every time by this, basically the same margins. And so they are admitting on the spokesman that this is the way to take you. We out. either take him out or take out his voters. Exactly. That's right. Uh, and, and we know and, which one they cannot do. They can't mess with his voters. Oh, absolutely. And, and I lifted uh, something from, uh, from Facebook actually, it was it was in regards to this uh, this impeachment rallies that were all over Spokane just the other day. Mm -hmm. And in it, they say uh, this is what this is what they say. So veterans are scheduled to gather and deliver letters supporting impeachment to the offices of Representative Kathy McMorris Rogers, Senator Maria Cantwell, Senator Patty Murray and our partners at the Spokesman Review. So they've actually partners. So, so they actually are admitting online that the Spokesman <laughs> Review is the partners of the, the radical leftists here in Spokane. That's insane. It is. But I mean, take them for their word because they're not they're not lying there. That is 100 percent accurate. The spokesman review is controlled by leftists and they're supporting an ideology that is in direct contrast with our Constitution. Yeah, they're running out of plays. It's they're running out of options. And we're all sitting back looking in on the horizon of 2020 thinking, you know, you, let's be honest. Trump has it in the bag. What are they going to do? This is all they have left. And like you just said, Caleb, Matt's voters have said, even through some of the harshest scandals, we still love this guy. You can make up as much hogwash as you want. He's got my vote. Oh, indeed. And, and spying on Matt, uh, you're going to be pretty bored. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, he's, if you're following this guy around, I yeah. think, right? <laughs> let me let me save you the time and expense. OK, the guy works like a dog. He's everywhere. Yeah. Okay. He's constantly going, giving up his time to go and speak. I mean, and, and not just to speak. He will go and be there. And and I've been, I've been, I've been on the receiving end of this. In times of trouble, he will go and be with you, yeah. just to pray with you, just to be yep. a friend to you. Okay. So, uh, you're gonna be real bored following him around. And then finally, when he gets done with everything that he set out to accomplish in the day, which is more than most people accomplish in a in a week. Yeah. He goes home. <laughs> there it is. Zoe's happy when I come home. Yeah, yes. I was going to say something about Zoe. He's got a small Chihuahua esque little little. It's a Chihuahua wiener dog, a Chihuini, if you will. Yeah, yes. But this is She's the cute. coolest dog. All it took is one one day where we were chilling out there, and uh, this dog is awesome. And he's got this thing trained, and she's she's just the sweetest. So, yeah, those of you, and they, I they like saved her life. Oh, did you? I don't know if you know. K this. Caleb did. I did. Actually Caleb did. Okay. Wow. 
Well, I, I just love how the spokesman, let's go back to the spokesman for a second. They always find the pictures of you. They're the most like, I don't know, just angry looking. Well, they Photoshop them too every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. The, the article, like. the article, uh, the article that came out. I think it was by our, our friends there in Portland, our, our Antifa Guardian at yeah. the Guardian. He he said you had a squared jaw look, and I thought ah, yeah, that's actually a compliment. It is I, a compliment. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, uh, sometimes I think Matt looks so young and and just so nice. You, you've got this almost. Hey, I know you're a Christian. Don't take this the wrong way. You look like LDS, like just very clean cut, just <laughs> so nice. But they make you, they make you out to be this evil henchman. And it's garbage. It's garbage. You know what he needs to actually um, do? What is? Here it comes. Watch me and my flat affect. Yeah. If he, if he can master that, you never. No st- matter no matter what picture they take, he'll always look the same. Caleb pretty much looks the same. Like he's half awake in all his pictures. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm. I am very encouraged that we live in a time where that kind of vitriol is coming against the Christian church. I believe really we are on the cusp, if not in a third great awakening. I believe people are, are seeking the Lord. I believe people are reading the Bible now cover to cover. I believe people are praying like they've never prayed before. And that is going to have an effect. And so we, we can't be afraid that they're going to do all this stuff to us and put us on the front page of the paper. That's not what God calls us to do just to focus on what he's called us for. And, and every Christian should expect this to happen, but not, you know, live in fear of it. Just kind of use it as a gauge. Hey, I must be on the right path that they're attacking that viciously. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you a question, Matt. Are you happy? Yeah, I am happy. And I'll tell you why I'm happy because every day I get to wake up, and I get to be on the front line in the battle of good and evil. I mean, that is that is unbelievable. I mean, what what a privilege and an honor to be there and and to be able to help people in crisis and and point them toward Jesus Christ and and to go to places in the world that most people only dream of and and help people from Ethiopia to Argentina to Ukraine and see all the testimonies and the stories and the moves of God and the power of God born out on this earth. It's amazing. I mean, wow, you, we all should endeavor for that to happen, you know, right. all of us. Exactly. And because you're standing up, you're getting attacked. Now, the reason why I asked if you're happy is because I've watched, you know, these people that are constantly attacking you and to a lesser degree, Gabe and I as well, mm-hmm. they don't seem to be happy people. When you see them online, they're constantly enraged. They're constantly triggered. They're constantly upset about something. Mm-hmm. Right. Why is that? You don't allow and and Gabe and I, we don't allow people to live rent free in our heads. Yeah. We are not concentrating constantly on what our so-called enemies are doing or engaging in or what they're saying. I don't really care. I don't watch it anymore. Whatever. Okay. But they are just so angry with you specifically. They I think they literally wake up in the morning Mm -hmm. and scroll through to find out, you know, what. What's Matt doing? What did he say? What did he do? There's got to be something. Did mm-hmm. the report come out yet? Mm-hmm. They're triggered. They're enraged constantly. What a life to live in, right? right? That that bitterness, it's all consuming. And these people are just sad. It's very needy. Like one of the main guys, we don't have to name his name, but he's just like the guy who's uh, been a, one of the biggest pushers of all of this is all over Twitter, all over every form of social media, begging for interviews from InfoWars. He he just looks like he, it, Matt, you're literally giving him life 
and everything we're doing is giving and feeding them with uh, some type of, I, I don't know, catharsis. You, you ever heard of catharsis? It's like where you love what you hate. And I think they are finding great, I don't know. I, it's, I've seen some of these social justice warriors where if, if we woke up and the world was perfect, they wouldn't know what to do. Well, what, where, whereas you and I find our peace in Christ. Well, and, and also in what we accomplish, right? Why, why would I spend so much time trying to tear somebody else down? Instead, I could go out and create a radio show and get out there and talk to millions of people about the principles of liberty and, and Christ's great sacrifice for us. Why, why wouldn't we concentrate on something like that versus finding somebody that we disagree with and dedicating our entire lives to trying to stop him? Over what? Look, I, this is a cult of anger. and uh, It's well and, said. And, yeah. and really – it's sad. And we pray for these folks, you know, and bless them and forgive them. You know, I do that a lot. And and, you, and sometimes you do have to do it a lot. And, you know, once the veil is lifted, they're suddenly going to be, oh, you know, and, and they're, you know, can you imagine what, what these people are carrying around with them every single day? It's like, a, it's like they it's chain oppressive. themselves to a stone, a giant stone that they're yeah. just dragging with them. And, and you can see, you know, you can see the fruits of these folks objectively. You can see the fruits of these folks in the, in the, in the vitriol and the vileness. But it, we, we need to understand that God loves them too. And some of those people are probably the closest uh, and closer than we can even really understand to giving their lives to Christ because they're they're that much in crisis. Well, yeah. you, I don't know if it's you who, who brought up the Apostle Paul was that last episode we were talking about. Yeah, Paul. yeah. it was me. Yeah. Well, Paul, man, he's literally stoning Christians. So a lot of people they are hearing us saying, "Oh, they're so full of it. They don't actually care about me." I know the people by name who actually dislike me and dislike it. I'm not being facetious. I am 100 percent sincere. Here's why: because I, for one. It does me no good. That root of bitterness that grows up in me actually hurts me. And I have no ill will towards these people. Uh, I, I can't because it will destroy me. Yeah. Number two, I know some of the best advocates for Christ are some of the worst enemies of Christ. It's just all it takes is that breakthrough moment because I, I remember uh, a hate-filled me circa 1996 full of anger and rebellion. And I know you, Caleb, and the Marines were everything not what you are today. And Matt, I, I don't that. I don't think you, even though you look like a church choir boy, you, you I, I don't think you <laughs> it's the second time he said that. You could just see you you guys give me a hard time about my looks. I can give you both a hard time. Sure, but choir boy? Yeah, dude, you did I we were did, edifying with Ninja Warrior. That's I know. Fun. But you dude, you are a godly man. I just want everybody to know I there, hey, I've I've thrown this out there before. Matt knows the Bible so well that we were playing a we were playing a Bible game. We were doing like quiz like questions. It's a really fun Bible trivia game. Caleb, it was getting destroyed, and all these people were in the room. And Caleb was like, "Holy cow! I did not know Matt knew the Bible so well. This guy impeccably knows the Word of God." I'm talking. I've I've done a lot of Bible schooling, and to be a pastor, I've, this guy was tit for tat on every single question. I had to work hard. It was basically the, the Gabe and match. Matt game. knows the word of God. The, so. the rest of us were just kind of like. We all should know the but, word of God. When, well, when you no, were a teenager, right. were you rebellious towards the things of God? Well, of course. You know, yeah. that, that that's that's part and parcel of why I can say what I just said. You know, these guys that, you know, just had that 
you know, bitterness and anger and, and, and had that, you know, just felt like they had to lie about everything and everybody and blame everybody else for their own predicaments and all of those things. Those are all from the same spirit. And we, you know, we, we talked um, last episode about Mark three, six briefly, the spirit of the Pharisees, the spirit of the Herodians, really a challenge to Jesus Christ's claim to be king, right? And so any manifestation of his love in that kingdom, that, that, that overriding dominion of Jesus Christ, and, and there is that rebellion to it. And when we were lost, when we were lost, rebellious towards it, we were rebellious toward it. it it's the same spirit. Mm-hmm. So you can't help but love those folks. Pray for them, forgive them for what they're doing, because really, as Christ said, they do not know what they do. Exactly. You know, this I've actually I told my mom this actually quite a bit uh, because I I was very rebellious. Um, But I I tell her rebellion led me to question. Question led me to seeking the truth and seeking the truth led me to God. That's good. And so that but I I did want to address, uh, Gabe, uh, something you were talking about with praying for your enemies. Because I think that's actually a, a good segue for us. Um, I at first I thought I was just suffering from insomnia, mm-hmm. but I believe that God has actually been waking me up, and, and I've been I've been waking up at odd times during the night. And and really, for for somebody who has young kids, people will understand this. You don't get a lot of quiet time. No. <laughs> and by the time you put your kids to bed, you're so exhausted, you're just kind of like, oh, <laughs> relax a little bit. So I think God has been waking me up in the middle of the night, and instead of just trying like. I got to get to sleep. I got to try to get to sleep. I've been praying. Mm-hmm. And so a, a lot of these times I'm specifically bringing these people up that are attacking Matt, that are attacking people like, like you and I and, and other patriots around, around this area. I'm calling them out by name and I'm praying for them. People that have harmed us, but I'm lifting them up, mm-hmm. praying for them, praying that God will move in their lives. And I know that Matt's, Matt has Matt has encouraged me to do that. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't come upon this on my own. We're Matt, new Matt is game. actually the one yeah. that actually told us we need to be praying for our enemies. And so that to me speaks so highly of your character, Matt. It's not often that you're going to find somebody who's saying, you know what, this person is literally trying to destroy my life, but I pray God's blessing on him. Well, that's Christ in me and Christ in all of us, and in ultimately learning what that actually means about praying for your enemy i mean actually praying in earnest for your enemies it it, it it's revolutionary because people say that i pray for my enemies not really a lot of times let's be honest not really yeah. right are you or, praying or you, for or them? you pray like uh, god deal with this person yeah <laughs> right 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 convict them at the deepest light you know, no you, you know pray pray for them pray that the veil would be lifted that, that it would be lifted for a moment so that they could see and they could feel and they could experience the love of jesus christ forgive them and bless them in their family, right? That, that, that bitterness and everything doesn't, you know, go to the next generation in Jesus name, you know, and, and that God would have his way in their lives. Those are the kind of prayers that we need to be praying for our enemies. And I'm going to tell you something, America as a country is unique in that we treat our enemies differently than almost every country in the world. Mm -hmm. When we have POWs in the military, we treat them better than any other country in the world. Now people are, wow, what about Abu Ghraib? Okay. Look, there are always exceptions to the rule, but generally speaking, not only is that the doctrine, that's what happened Mm -hmm. as Christians, right? Are we treating our enemies better than anybody in the world? That's the question we need to answer. I think that's uh, that's exactly what we need to be asking. It's how we need to be living, uh, blessing those who curse us. 
Right, Gabe? Yeah. Uh, what passage is that? Uh, bless those who curse you. Uh, that's definitely Jesus in a, he's talking on the Sermon on the Mount, just a new way, a better way. Jesus came, you know, if somebody, if somebody asks you to walk a mile, walk two, and, and cause he was speaking, the Romans at that time could actually make you carry their things. Pass, right? So yeah. you would be commandeered at any time. And then also, you know, if, if somebody was lacking a cloak, which is our version of a coat, um, he would say, not only give them their cloak, but your, your tunic, you know what I mean? So that would leave you in your underwear, Caleb. Then, so Jesus is saying, go the extra mile, go, go way beyond, uh, what the common norm is. So, yeah. You, you know, um, I hate to interrupt you, but yeah, go ahead. you said something at church while you were, um, leading worship mm-hmm. on Sunday mm-hmm. that was, you know, every once in a while you just get that revelation, oh, yeah. right? It hit me right between the eyes, what you said. And I wanted to actually, uh, say this to you on air. When you were talking about the fact that man, for just for just a little bit, got to bear that cross, got to carry that Jesus, just a bit, just for a little bit, mm-hmm. it was it was primarily Jesus's burden that he had to carry that thing. But just for a little bit, man was allowed to come in. Yeah, and for him, you know, he's he is kind of the archetype for all mankind. Yeah, uh, the individual who got to got to carry that. But I never had really even thought about that before. Yeah. And yeah, it just uh, floored me. I went, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's- yeah. Just for a bit, he was get by the Romans. He was given the ability to carry that. And, um, you know, back to, and I, I don't want to pat on our shoulders too much, but we've been given a burden to carry this cross for this time, this day and age. And Matt, you have a, a I know it keeps you up and, and Vika and, and you got a burden to carry. And I'm glad you have broad shoulders because, uh, God, every once in a while, he, he's, it's not that he needs a break. Do you think God needs a break? I don't think yeah. God needs a break, but I think what he likes doing is giving us the ability to be in the narrative, in the story with him. And a lot of people would say, oh, you're just Christian dominionist. You, let's talk about that term for a second. Can we, can we, yeah, we're not shying away from that term. I'm kind of glad because no, the I Bible is very it. clear that we've been asked to have dominion and, and to not lord it. If anything, we look at the picture of Jesus. What does he do on, on, on the night of his Passover? He washes disciples' feet. That doesn't sound like a Hitlerian thing to do. Hitler would have never washed the feet of his in it or of his own. Well, and the other one is Christian supremacy. Yeah. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> Why do you think I'm serving God like this? Jesus Christ was the only God yes. to die for his people. All the other gods ask their people to die for them. And I, and I, I, I've appreciated that, that perspective very quickly too, on this, when Jesus was being reviled, he's being spit on, he's being slapped. He's being called all kinds of names, right? He did not answer them, mm-hmm. but he waited for the, the time when he was supposed to answer. And he answered, we need to follow that example as well. So when people get really upset, Oh, you should be talking to the media more. You should be doing this kind of thing. There's prayerful considerations about how to do this and how to respond so that it is indeed a response that is Christian and not something of our own motivation. That's good. Right, I've, always, I've always kind of wondered, Matt, why, because uh, I kind of want to go into hell with a squirt gun, uh, you know, but the spokesman, they don't want to listen. And I, now I understand why you sometimes don't want to say anything because they don't want to listen. They don't. No. no, they're looking for their story. They will take one small statement and clip it to where they, it feeds their narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hey, uh, we have run out of time, but uh, thanks again for joining us. Hey, Matt. Blessings to you guys and Merry Christmas. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Merry Christmas to our listeners as well. So this will be pumpkin spice, Irish cream, and black coffee signing off. <laughs> I'll show it took you to get that. I had to bring it in. Uh, church of State is brought to you in part by Covenant Church. Always remember the tree of liberty is most likely a birch. And with that, Church of State is out. God bless.
And that's that. I want to thank you guys for listening today. Uh, it is a free speech zone here, Jeremy, and you are free to say and do as you will here. Don't necessarily have to agree with it, and you don't have to agree with us, but please be respectful to others when you do tout your spew if you are going to spew it. You do have five minutes to speak your mind always at the end of our show, and you are welcome to do so. I will never, ever deny you of your free speech. And I expect it probably should be the same. So, not many people want to get on and get their message heard, but they do like to disrespect people a lot of the times. And that's all right. If you're going to be up here touting stuff, you've got to have thick skin. And leather skin is what I am. My name is Ed Waters, and you can find us at deadamerica.website. I love the spirit in America. I love free choice, free speech. The freedom of America is deep. And the liberty that it has given each and every one of us is just overwhelming. A lot of people do not even understand their own liberties. And that's sad. And that's why we started this show, keeping it real, because that's what we want to do. We want to keep it real right here on Keeping It Real. We have other shows, Free Circle Freedoms and Dead America. They can both be found on deadamerica.website. And you're always free to get your free speech right here at the end of this show each and every weekday morning starting about roughly 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So yeah, if you've got something to say, don't be afraid to say it. I'm not going to cut you off until your five minutes is up. So definitely get on over, get your five minutes of free speech in when my show comes to an end. And that is right now. So if you've got something to say, always tell your friends, like, share, and subscribe to this show. So at the end of it, I can shut up and you can get on the mic. Exactly what I want, people. I want to know what you're feeling. I want to know what the country feels. I don't care if you're a Democrat, a Republican, a liberal, a conservative. I'm down the middle and I'm willing to talk to anybody. That's where a lot of people should be getting. This union, this great union we call America, the United States of America, is the best country in the world, regardless of any other people's opinion. That is my own opinion, and by God, I cherish my opinion. That is precious to me, and I am willing to give you your time anytime you want to step up to the microphone. I ask that you're respectful and not childlike, because that's not what this show is about. But you're always willing to show your true colors for five minutes right here on Keeping It Real. 
With that being said, everybody fled the room because I said open mic. Don't be shy and don't be ashamed about your opinion. We are America and we should be America strong. With that being said, I want to wish you a happy new year and best wishes to all of you for this great new year coming to America. It's time to stand up, get your voice out, and make sure you peaceably assemble. Let's stop all the hate. Let's stop all the violence. It's not going to fix a thing. What's going to fix things is good dialogue. And you can always get it right here on Keeping It Real every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Ed Waters. Thank you for joining the show. I'm out. you.